Friday morning from 970 WATH. It's party line time on this TGIFF Friday. It is October 7, 2022, 17 minutes after 9 o'clock. And I have to find you know who. But I think I know where he is. <laughs> is anyone here any snoring out there? <laughs> well, hang on just a few moments as uh, I will go need to rattle a chair, I do believe. Or what do they say? Rouse the sleeping whatever it could be. (laughs) So hang tight. We'll be back in a few minutes on this. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. On this fabulous Friday morning party line free-for-all. I hope he's having a good nap. Don't you?
Good morning from Party Line from 970 WATH. We are uh, still in the process of <laughs> getting this show going this morning. Right now it is uh, cloudy in the Athens area and 51 degrees. We got a little wind chill, nothing much to speak of. Uh, 49 is the wind chill, 62 for the high temperature today. It is uh, coming up on 25 minutes after. Nine o'clock. Folks, remember the Plains Indian Mound Festival coming up this weekend, starting today, actually, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. It is uh, 65 Connett Road on the Plains. They're going to have a cruise-in, mound tours, craft show, Columbus Zoo outreach, first-class inflatable magic show. Uh, The Trimble Masons will be there. Uh, They have a statement here that says, Build a Birdhouse. Also, community food initiatives, kids' activities, rock painting workshop, the Athens County Community Singers Live, pro wrestling, two free shows. Timmy, if you are listening, I know how much you love pro wrestling. Free shows, buddy. Music by Eric Atkinson and the Cadillacs, karaoke by Lady J, Glenn Goines and the Friends Gospel Singers, uh, Lake Hope Naturalist, and... The, the Plains Indian Mound Festival Parade will be happening as well. Well, good morning out there. It's uh, also homecoming weekend here at Ohio University. So uh, hopefully uh, you'll enjoy some friends maybe coming back or maybe they're already here that started their weekend last night. But homecoming at Ohio University, lots of events happening this week and also uh the parade tomorrow morning, I believe it starts at 10 o'clock. And trying to get my bearings where the parade starts, someone mentioned that I think it starts on uh, like South Schaefer Street, something like that, and goes up Union Street and proceeds to Court Street and then down to the, I still call it the New Baker Center, Uh, They will have uh, float judging there. Marching 110 will perform, and then they will circle down around, uh, what's that street called, Race Street, something like that, right down in there towards Clippinger Hall, back around uh, Peden Stadium, and uh, we'll culminate right there. So anyway, enjoy the parade tomorrow, and the football game is at 2 p.m. against the University of Akron. And uh, pregame will be at 1 o'clock on our sister station, the flagship station of the Ohio Bobcats, Power 105. Kickoff at 2 p.m. versus the Zippers, the Zippies of the University of Akron. Somebody asked me yesterday, where did they get that name Zips? Well, the only thing I could come up with was the Zipper was actually invented in Akron, Ohio. So hopefully that helps. Now they have a kangaroo for their mascot. I'm not sure how that ties in with the zipper. Uh, Kangaroos have zippers. Okay. To each his own, a matter of interpretation again. And as you can hear, Dave has arrived. I I made it. I made it. I made it. (laughs) Let me get settled in here. Yeah. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. 
62 degrees right now here on Columbus Road. Well, I that's Kangaroos had power. Um, yeah. Well, that's how they keep things in it. Is your mic on? There no, it is. is it now? Yes. Okay. Um, With the zipper? Do they have those yeah. custom installed? Well, yeah. The zippers? Oh, okay. <sighs> That's pretty cool. Never knew that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, um, yeah, where that pouch is? Yeah. There's a zipper across. You just can't see it. Oh, okay. It's only for the user to be able to identify and operate. Unless you know about it. <laughs> you know about it. Probably can... get a swift kick from that kangaroo. Yeah. Good morning, folks. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 51 degrees here on Columbus Road. Headed up to 62 today. I saw a notice on my uh, text messages that we're going, we have a frost warning for tomorrow morning. Which um, I think they said kicks in around uh, two o'clock in the morning and then goes till ten. Yep. So um, those of you attending the game, uh, I think you'll want to, you know, have a, a jacket and uh, enjoy the parade and all the things that happen in the morning. And then by uh, two o'clock game time, I think it'll be just fine. All right. Well, good morning. Good morning. Homecoming in Athens for. Ohio University. It's a great time. Exciting time. Yes, they have the Plains Indian Mound Festival. Yes, indeed. Starts today. We have Bill and Vicky in here, uh, or Bill and uh, Tammy. Tammy in here the other day. And uh, they gave you the update on all of those activities. So it's a busy weekend in Athens, in Athens County. All right. Well, let's see here. It's a Friday, it's a free for all. And um, let's see here. Today, this date of October 7th, it's World College Radio Day. <clears throat> so, WOUB, way to go, man, right? It's National Body Language Day. Um, you know, I'm very reliant on that. You can You can very clearly tell by people's... The way they hold themselves or their body reacts to something that they're either feeling good or bad. You know what I mean? Yes. It's World Smile Day. We can do more of that. National Frappe Day. No, okay. I've seen that term many times. Do I Have I eaten a frappe? I don't. Um, can you describe it? You're you're a bit of a foodie. Well, it's like a it's, it's a drink actually. Oh, it's a drink. Okay. Yeah, like a a coffee, okay. iced coffee drink, something like that. So that you can get what, at many places. What do you do to then? What is changed in order to make it a frappe? Um, <laughs> well, it, it is uh, chilled. So, uh, you know, it's a, again, it's just a different form of coffee. It's a Greek iced coffee, actually. It's made from instant coffee, water, sugar, milk, whatever, whatever you want to put in, you know, just like have a regular cup have, of coffee. Have you ever ordered one? 
Yes. Okay, and is it to your liking? Pretty dandy, yes. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I will drink it. Okay. And um, that, yeah, it was pretty good, actually. National Chocolate Covered Pretzel Day. Yum, yum. National Trigeminal Neurologia Awareness. Help me with this one. Look over my shoulder. This is obviously uh, something about health. National Trigeminal Neuralgia Awareness Day. Okay. <coughs> we better look that yeah, one up. I'm going to have to look that one up. Um, while we're waiting, National Inner Beauty Day. National LED Light Day. We really must have something like that. National Manufacturing Day. But uh, some some of these I wonder about once in a while. But uh, this trigeminal neuralgia. It uh, is a chronic facial pain condition that affects that nerve in the face. That nerve carries sensation from the face to the brain. It's uh, most common in women over age 50. Symptoms range from mild to severe facial pain, often triggered by chewing, speaking, or brushing the teeth. Treatment includes medications, injections, and surgery. Okay. Fair enough. Well, let's see here. Historical <coughs> events. This is also always a test for my pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, in 1571, on, the, on this date, the Battle of Lepanto, L-E-P-A-N-T-O, which they say the Holy League of Southern European Nations destroyed the Ottoman fleet in significant loss of Western Greece. So um, I guess that one we don't need to explain. It's pretty obvious. 1737, a cyclone causes 40-foot waves that are believed to have killed 300,000 people in Calcutta, India. 1763, again on this date, George III of Great Britain issues Proclamation of 1763, closing lands in North America, north and west of the Alleghenies, to white settlement. 1919, on this date, KLM, the Royal Dutch Airlines, established. And in so being, they are the oldest existing airlines. 2001, U.S. invasion of Afghanistan starts with an air assault and covert operations on the ground. All right, now I need your help. Desmond Tutu, actually... You don't need as much help with him as some of these others. But uh, in any case, he was born on this date in 1931. He died in 2021. He was uh, known for his work as an anti-apartheid and human rights activist. 
He was the Bishop of Johannesburg from 1985 to 1986, then Archbishop of Cape Town from 1986 to 96, in both cases being the first black African to hold the position. <clears throat> Niels Bohr, B-O-H-R. Now, he was born on this date, but in the year 1885. Incidentally, he died in 1962. He was a Danish physicist who made foundational contributions to understanding atomic structure and quantum theory, for which he received the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1922. Uh, Bohr was also a philosopher and promoter of scientific research. Quantum theory. There's a show on, I think it's Monday nights, called Quantum Leap. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a remake of a previous series that was on years ago that I think Scott Bakula starred in. And uh, that, that was a great show, how they basically were able to perform time travel to try to affect history. So this has returned now. Quantum theory has returned in a uh, kind of like the same type of show. And it's fascinating to me. I mean, I enjoy historical events when they travel back and, of course, it's a TV show, but still, it kind of puts you there. Well, sure. What it may may have been like. Next is Heinrich Himmler, born oh, in geez. 1900. And <laughs> what? I said, oh, geez. Here we go with another bad guy. Well, I was about to say something to that effect. Um, anyway, um he was a general, as I recall, Himmler, and uh, or whatever their term is for the German army. Um, but he was born in 1900, and he died in 1945. Here's how bad he was. He was a leading member of the Nazi Party of Germany. Himmler was one of the most powerful men in Nazi Germany and a main architect of the Holocaust, or Holocaust, however you prefer. Yeah. As a member of a reserve battalion during World War I, Himmler did not see active service. So it sure appears that he wanted to make up for that in World War II. And uh, he was actually instrumental in the success of uh, the invasion of the Normandy beaches mm. on D-Day of June 6, 1944, because... He did not believe the Allies would land on those five beaches of Normandy, France, when they did because of the weather. So he therefore left his position that particular day of June 6th, actually left the day before, to go back to Germany to celebrate his wife's birthday. Mm -hmm. And the leadership was absent Whoops. from that invasion, and Hitler... Der Führer was Der Furious. <laughs> and thus, uh, you know, a lot of men died on that day on June 6th, paid their, paid their life, gave it up all for the sacrifice of freedom that day to stop Nazi Germany's progression. The fourth person we have today is Vladimir Putin. 
who is celebrating his 70th birthday today. Okay, everybody, let's sing happy birthday to him, okay? That didn't work. Did nope. It? it ain't. Nope. <laughs> For several reasons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two famous deaths to share with you. Edgar Allan Poe. Born in 1809, but died on this date in 1849. Edgar Allan Poe, an American writer, poet, editor, and literary critic. He is best known for his poetry and short stories, particularly his tales of mystery and uh, other short stories. He is widely regarded as a central figure of romanticism in the United States and of American literature. Can you name one of his works? I bet you can. I'll give you a hint. The Raven. Um, <laughs> would it be called The Raven? Yes. Very oh, good. Thank you. Good work, man. I did it well. Um, <laughs> I appreciate your help. Yes. And okay. Some of his books also include uh, 1839's The Fall of the House and 1849, Annabelle Lee. 1843, The Black Cat. Mm. Oh, I have a sad story. Oh, no. Our family cat has disappeared. Oh, no. Bree, B-R-I-E. Description for people to be on the lookout. Multicolored. Tabby kitty, calico kitty. I don't know what each of those means. I think... Calico kitties are usually multicolored. Multicolored, yes. White, yes. white fur, golden. There's no white, but there's certainly brown and black. Okay. Been missing about four days. Oh, no. And um, I feed her twice a day, and I've there are two full containers out on where she was fed. Untouched. I'm really troubled. Yes, so am I. I don't like that, that animals are not at home, that they're out somewhere. Hopefully somebody has her, maybe feeding her, maybe listening now to this. This, so. this, this is, um, in, uh, folks, I live on Grand Park Boulevard, so it could be in any region there. Uh, on the other hand, we have a fair amount of wildlife. A lot of deer. Um, uh, raccoons and uh, possums and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, I hear about, what's that, um, I, I want to call it a wild dog. But it's um, coyote. Yes, we hear of coyotes mm -hmm. returning to our region. Yep, I have them near my house. Do you really? Yep. Well, in any case, um, now this this was an outdoor cat, except in the worst nights of winter, and then we would bring her inside. And she'd stay up in the loft. But uh, otherwise, we had a. Krista here at the station had made a cat house and it had a heater inside it, a heated mat and I mean we really 
we tried to be very good owners. But um, Bree's been gone four days now. Okay. And that's never happened before. Have you checked in places that normally would have a closed door that maybe it was opened and she ran in there? Could be the garage, of course. In there. Um, Grace's place next. She has the little shed. Your basement. Any any rooms in well, the house? The, the basement's occupied. Um, yeah. Any I mean, closet doors? Honest. We've we've thoroughly huh. checked. I'm just trying to think of options because good ideas. Just it's been done. Yeah, I couldn't find uh, where I used to live. Couldn't find my cat. In the morning and then in the afternoon, and it turned out there was a closet door open, and the closet door got shut, and she was in there all day. Yeah. Well, Bree's capable of making some noise. Yeah. So, um, well, anyway. Oh, boy. Folks, please be on the lookout for that. You know I promote that on Pet of the Week, Pet of the Day, Pooch Patrol, too, even though it's more than just pooches on Pooch Patrol, so... But I'm, she's lived with us for years, so, you know, you'd think the neighborhood would know. Yeah. Well, um, let's urge those folks living around you to maybe step up their alertness and maybe be on the lookout for her. Thank you. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I, I think we have one more person due. And okay. That's, um, again, this, th- these are famous deaths. So Willis Carrier. Um, carrier, just like a postage carrier is the way it's spelled. Okay. Born in 1876, but died on this date in 1950. Oh, you will recognize this after I say these words. Willis Haviland Carrier was an American engineer best known for inventing modern air conditioning. He invented the first electrical air conditioning unit in 1902. Bless you, my boy. Hence, we have some that are named Carrier Units. Right? Yes. The, the manufacturer's name. Yes. We thank you dearly for that comfort in the heat of the summer months. All right. Well. I'm going to go out. Is your vehicle unlocked, by the way? I think so. I just saw a note that your lights are still on, so I'll go out and turn them off. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's, uh, I think you'll find it. Okay. It's like part of the turn signal. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. Once in a while you forget, don't you? You get to where you're going, and then if you were using your headlights because of the uh, weather in the morning, you forget to turn them off. All right. Let's see here. Um, let's, let's go over here first. Peace Prize winner. Capping a week of selections, the 2022 Nobel Peace Prize was awarded jointly this morning to Belarusian activist Alice Vyalitetsky, the Russian Organization Memorial, and the Ukrainian Center for Civil Liberties. Bialyatsky is currently jailed on allegations of tax evasion. 
charges which supporters say are politically motivated, while the two groups have worked to prevent human rights abuses and document war crimes. Yesterday, French author Annie Emau, E-M-A-U-X, was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in Literature for working for work rather spanning more than five decades of writing. The first French woman to win the prize, Imal, is known for autobiographical stories exploring gender and class inequality. Her widely praised 2008 memoir, entitled The Years, was shortlisted for a Booker Prize, among other honors. And earlier in the week, the Academy recognized work decoding the genomes of extinct human relatives. This would be the Nobel Prize in Medicine. Foundational research into quantum entanglement, which is physics, and the development of processes to connect and build complex chemicals and molecules. That would be chemistry. Now they say the Nobel Prize in Economics will be announced this next Monday. Did you hear about this incident in Thailand? Yes. You know, I have a a daughter-in-law, and Paul and she had a daughter, so I have a granddaughter. Um, my daughter-in-law is from Thailand. And... There was a daycare massacre there. And they say at least 36 people, including 24 children, are dead after a former police officer armed with a pistol, shotgun, and knife attacked a daycare center in northeastern Thailand before returning to his home. When he got home, he killed his wife, his son, and himself. I'm not sure how to pronounce this town. Utai Sawan? That's where this massacre took place. It's about 330 miles northeast of Bangkok. And this is the deadliest event in Thailand's recent history. They believe the man who was 30, 34 years old, and I think his name's Panya Kamram, was under the influence of drugs when he began the rampage Thursday afternoon local time. Most of the children were reportedly fatally stabbed while napping. The assailant then drove home, shooting people in the street. He was then fired 
he was fired from the police force in June, so a former policeman, and was facing drug charges involving methamphetamines. Oh, one more sentence here. It says, The last deadliest attack on record in Thailand occurred in the year 2020 when a soldier opened fire in a mall, killing 29 people. Um, my daughter-in-law speaks very highly, as, as does my son, her stepson. Speaks very highly of Thailand. But, you know, every place can have something awful happen. And um, so it did. Um, Peloton, right? That, that Don't they make, um, like, fitness stuff? Yes. Peloton? Yeah. Yes. Um, Stationary bikes, treadmills, etc. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, I guess they are cutting nearly 500 jobs from their plants. That's about 12% of their workforce. This is its fourth round of layoffs this year. So that... Uh, that brings their headcount in their manufacturing facilities to 3,800 employees, less than half of its peak, which was 8,600 last year. The CEO of that outfit, a fellow by the name of Barry McCarthy, took over in February, claims the move should position the company to return to growth after reporting a $1.3 billion loss last fiscal year, which was also its fifth, no, sixth losing quarter in a row. Well, we hope they get back on track. Um, let's see, we have about five minutes left. Uh, I'm sorry I was late this morning. Um getting into the studio. But tell me, Scott, what, what's your take on uh, homecoming weekend? What, what do you think is going to happen? Um, as far Besides, as? Besides, a lot of great events. Oh, but I mean, yeah, sports-wise. Oh, sports-wise, I think the Bobcats will win by at least four touchdowns. Really? Yeah. Akron's not that good. They've been blown out the games that they've lost. Uh, the only game they won – as I mentioned, I think I mentioned earlier in the week, was against a very small college, St. Francis of Pennsylvania. Uh, they did play Bowling Green close, uh, but Bowling Green ended up winning that game. Maybe they're getting a little better, but uh, the Bobcats are pretty tough. Their offense is uh, pretty good, and I think they have the ability to score a lot of points, especially on a defense like Akron's that gives up a lot of points. So uh, I think you'll see the Bobcats put some points on the board tomorrow. And, uh, again, I, I, I'm going with at least a four-touchdown win for the Bobcats. 
Well, that's a bunch. Yeah, that is a bunch. That should be fun to watch. Yes. The Zippies of the University of Akron will be here. Game time at 2 p.m., as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Pre-game at 1. Yeah, and I want to repeat something that I think you said, and I think I've heard. You know, why would you call a team the Zips or Zippies? I don't know. It it is my understanding, and you said this too earlier, that the, the zipper, like we have on trousers or jackets or whatever, Anything. Boots. Yeah. Um, was invented in Akron. And I don't know by whom or by, um, or did, if it even had a direct connection to the university. But um, it, now that's what you heard too, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, I'm trying to look it up right now. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's. That's what I can find, too. So <laughs> it says, the zipper anniversary, 10 bits of trivia to impress the pants off of you. <laughs> Particularly if you're not wearing a zipper. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. The Akron, Ohio-based rubber manufacturing giant, cleverly nicknamed the fasteners Zippers. Uh, of course, I believe they're speaking about Goodyear, uh, or short for zip or up. <laughs> So it, they they named it after the the sound of the zipper. Zzzz. That wasn't a good zipper sound, but yeah, well, yeah we we got it. Yeah. Oh, here's a good question. Why are why is the University Akron's nickname the Zips? Student Margaret Hamlin suggested zippers, which was also the name of a popular rubber overshoe sold by Akron's B.F. Goodrich Company in 1950. Then-athletic director Kenneth Red Cochran shortened the name to the Zips. <laughs> well. There you have it. So you may see Zippy the Kangaroo zipping around the sidelines tomorrow. We have um, just a couple one-sentence type stories. We should say high school football tonight, too, before Oh, yeah. Before what, we, do. we got a bunch of games tonight. Yeah, what well, is it? Wellston at Athens uh, on 970. Uh, pre-game uh, about 10 minutes before kickoff at 7. And on the county game of the week on Power 105, Alexander will visit Bookdahl to take on the Buckeyes of Nelsonville, York. That's a big game in the TVC. Could have some playoff implications. Both games kick off at 7 p.m. tonight. Wellston at Athens on 970. And on Power 105, Alexander at Nelsonville, York. I'm just amazed. These two clocks here are now synchronized. Yeah, they, they, we like that, don't How'd we? How'd that happen? Uh, well, I don't know. And then this one, which is supposed to be so fancy, is not. It's, it's uh, slacking behind, yes. Well, folks, have a marvelous day out there. Be safe. Enjoy the week. And go Bobcats and all that sort of great stuff. All right? <laughs> Yes, indeed. And uh, now it's time for the ID. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H, FM. 
is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A new read on jobs. We are starting to see the labor market return to a somewhat more normal level. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger on this morning's report from the Labor Department. Employers added 263,000 positions last month, down from 315,000 in August. What did it mean for borrowers? Bank rates, Mark Hamrick. The Federal Reserve looks at this and other job market data, along with the inflation pressures continuing to brew, and will continue to believe that it needs to boost interest rates. That appears to be a certainty for the upcoming meeting in early November. Unemployment was down to 3.5% last month. That's a 50 year low. Gas prices creeping up. They're at an average of 3.89 a gallon nationally, but in 